Breath Hub. Take a deep breath. Deep conversations are starting. Welcome, welcome, breathers, to another episode of Deep Conversations by Breath Hub. I have a very dear friend with me, Brenda. I'm in New York. And I haven't seen her for a long time, so it's going to be uh, more than an interview. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, uh, I'm very excited. It's going to be very uh, special for me as well. I'm very, very excited on learning what she's up to and what has been going on with mm -hmm. her life. Welcome, Brenda. Thank you. Thank My you. gorgeous, gorgeous, oh, lovely friend. It's so wonderful <laughs> to see you, gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, you look amazing. And I haven't seen you for a long time because yes. of the whole, you know, COVID pandemic. Yes. pandemic. And, and she's a true New Yorker. So I'm really looking yes. forward to hearing what has been happening in your life and yes. how was the whole situation with the pandemic. I mm -hmm. think, you know, it, it wasn't easy for any of us, but like I would like to learn how was your life and what was happening in New York and how was life like? Yeah, well, you know, New York is usually just so busy and it got so quiet. So in a way, for me, it's been really beautiful, you know. Um, I go out and exercise every day, and I have to say that I breathe every single day, and yeah. that is what changes my day. And, you know, it's a little scary because, you know, I live in a big apartment building and everyone crowding in the elevators, wearing masks, not yeah. wearing masks, you know, uh, a lot more people. A lot of procedures. Huh? A lot of procedures <laughs> and a lot of rules going in the stores, people fighting, you know. Yeah. A lot of yeah. angry people, a lot of homeless people. Yeah. 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 Crazy times. Yeah. And yeah, I'm sure uh, our listeners and people who are watching us right now from YouTube would like to learn about your story about, you know, breath work. And I know you have an amazing story. You also have an amazing healing story because you're someone who could literally heal herself with, you know, alternative mm -hmm. uh, types of, you know, alternative medicine or alternative mm -hmm. uh, methods. I would love to hear about your breathwork story. Mm -hmm. So in 2014, I was in Eden Energy Medicine year three, and I was practicing on people, and I started not to feel well, and I went to the gynecologist, and she said, oh, you know, I need to do this test. I'm thinking, no big deal. And it turned out that I was diagnosed with uterine cancer, and um, you know, it's really interesting when you're a healer, you know, you think you would do certain things. If I had cancer, I'd do this. But when you get cancer, it's a totally different thing. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like, um, you know, in a 12-step program, I think in AA, they say you don't know what it's like, you know, how does one help another one if you've had it. Yeah. So, you know, you don't know how you're going to react. But for me, it was very, very scary and very startling because I did live a healthy lifestyle. I will say that um, one of the reasons I came to breath, as you know, was because my sleep was off. And I think that that contributed, you know, during perimenopause and the hormonal change, my sleep would go off. And I like, it was like Groundhog's Day. Like every day at 4.30, I would wake up. And, yeah, and it's very much aligned with breathing habits. Like I see a lot of people who have breathing problems and they're trying different techniques and stuff, but it's like it's the breathing. Like you need to relax the breathing. You need, you need to calm down the breathing, first of all, in order to balance that sleeping. Yeah, and yeah. You, know, you know, you go to the doctor, <laughs> you know, um, and... Uh, 
you talk to your doctors and they want to give you uh, antidepressants to sleep. And I'm very sensitive to medication, so I can't take it. If I take a sleeping pill by three o'clock the next day, I'm anxious and the doctors yeah. don't want to hear that. So, you know, I had to look for a different yeah. yeah, with medicine, like I was working on a blog, blog article. Um, I was asked by a magazine. It's kind of like, it's. I mean, prescriptive medicine like it's not good or bad it's like it has its benefits and it has its drawbacks it's like if you're getting something into your body to change your chemistry and physiology it is going to have an effect after effect it's like you know you can't have healing without the sickness so it's like it's going to cause other problems and because you're aware already you're a very aware person right. in your body you realize it and you didn't want to get them no, and I remember going to groups after I had surgery, and I'd say I don't sleep well, you know, and peop and a lot of women with with gynecological cancers would say I don't, sleep, you know, no one would say it, but then if you said it, everyone would say I don't sleep well, I don't sleep well, wow. I don't sleep well, and I would ask them what they would do, and most of them were on medications, so that's what the doctors do. They don't know what to do with them. I mean, I guess you could go. As a matter of fact, I did go for a sleep study the day I took your your first. It was. Yeah. It's so, yeah. so coincidence, but I was one of these people that didn't. There was no significant like uh, sleep apnea yeah. so I was one of those people who sort of fell in the middle yeah I think yeah. there are a lot of people like that yes and and the I think that the waking up or the not being able to fall asleep becomes a habit right yeah. you know a breathing habit and yeah. we have to learn to change that yeah and it is basically you know why it's like if you're breathing too much and i mean the, these are for our listeners and mm -hmm. because i'm uh, i've been doing a lot of research on different symptoms or especially breathing related symptoms like sleeping disorders is one of them mm -hmm. uh, why do we have sleeping disorders it's because we uh, have a um, unbalanced breathing habit which means we overbreathe throughout the whole day which means we breathe too much like there are a lot of people who breathe too much from the diaphragm they breathe too much into their system and they're having a hard time calming down the breath and like I hear a lot of teachers or I hear a lot of people speaking about breathing like diaphragmatic breathing is the best way to breathe mm -hmm. we should all be breathing from the diaphragm yeah but if you breathe too much in the diaphragm then you have sleeping disorders because then you forget to relax the breathing so that's uh i mean sleeping disorders when you look at it from a breathing perspective is because you are using the diaphragm too much it's not like yes you know and it is also very aligned with uh gynecology you know gynecologist yeah. problems it's a and interesting you have, you have to look at your life i mean yeah. uh, before i started becoming an energy worker a breath coach i was a recruiter i was thinking about that today I was constantly talking. I could have six lines at the same time. And when I was younger, my body could handle it. But over yeah. time, you know, think about how... Performance breathing, <laughs> and over breathing, yeah. diaphragmatic breathing. Like you have more energy than anybody else. You do everything more and more and more. But then you get... It's like you learn that habit of breathing more and doing more. And then you can't calm down and relax yourself. Yeah, like you're Correct. in that hyper state the whole time. Correct. And, and when you change your breathing, you can change that.
Correct. I mean, it's interesting because I remember going to the doctors and I and I used to volunteer at Gilder's Club until the pandemic, you know, and that's a place where people go who have cancer and they have free programs. And I remember talking to the, a lot of people when you have a doctor's appointment, you are so get so I mean, for me, I get anxious. Maybe some people stay calm, but I'm a New Yorker, I'm a type A. No, <laughs> definitely not. So but I would do the I would do a lot of breath holding in the waiting room. And I would have a different experience with my doctors than before I was breathing. And I could be calm and I could yeah. remember more because it's very important to remember what you want to ask. And yeah, because what happens when you overbreathe is the carbon dioxide level goes down yes. and then you have attention deficit problems or hearing and learning problems. And when you do breath holding, like stop, you raise the carbon dioxide. The yeah. body just... No? And, Amazing. you know, with breath holding, there's two ways, too. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. don't realize that you breath, you know, when you're breath holding, it's important to relax when you breath hold. Because yeah. then you defeat the whole entire purpose, yeah. number one. Yeah. And number two, a lot of people think of breath holding as on the inhale. But there's no, also it's... a beauty on the exhale. And for someone going to a doctor, if they're anxious... You want to let go of that anxiety. It might be better to hold on the exhale if you're looking to bring something in yeah. than maybe holding yeah. on the inhale. But I think a lot of people miss that. I call it almost like a pause. You know, yeah, you don't like, force the hold. <sighs> you know, just stop. And, yeah, and it's like I think it's the hardest thing to learn because you also got a lot of trainings on breath work and. You're one of those people now who are who are who have a more you know uh, level of expertise on breath work and breathing. I think the hardest people for you know around breathing is to relax the exhale. It's like yeah. the main problem. I should say I've been seeing uh, you know yes. having worked with tens of thousands of people. Yes. It's the exhale that's the problem. Yeah. Like many people don't realize that they think it's the inhale or the diaphragm. No, no, no. It's the exhale. That's your problem. Yes. It's like not being able to relax. And that's the problem, you know, behind sleeping disorders and attention deficit disorders. It's like we we need um, we need to learn how to relax and calm down our system through using breath work. Right. And what I find is, you know, when someone for some people say when they first start meditating, they hear all these, you know, thoughts. And it's, you know, when I start doing the breath hold same thing happens. I feel, I feel that anxiety when I'm in the waiting room, you yeah. know, but then I stay with it. And there's this peace that comes, yeah. like it just yeah. comes, you know, and it yeah. is so beautiful and it is yeah. so calming. Yeah. You know? and, the, and the beauty of breath, I think, is that, I mean, r right now, where I am right now, and that's why we have been, you know, working on building the Breath Up platform, it's like breath itself is such a miracle. It doesn't even matter which technique you're doing as long as mm -mm. you're consciously breathing. It's like just take some time and do five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of breathing. And that's it. It's, it's like you can try all kinds of modalities. But the thing is, once you're breathing consciously, once the breath kicks into your system, it is eventually going to change you. It's like it's eventually going to heal because breath has such a wisdom. It is beyond our thoughts. It's beyond our perceptions. It's like you can't go wrong with breathing. People usually ask us, like, which breathing technique should I start with? Or you have thousand breathing sessions in Breath Up platform. Like, which one? I'm like, 
anyone, you know, just sit down yeah. and breathe. <laughs> you have to find what works for you because yeah. everyone's yeah. an individual. And it's it can happen naturally. Yeah. It's like you can find it yourself by trying different exactly. tools. Exactly. Trust your intuition. And, yeah. and if something doesn't work, try another one till yeah. you find the yeah. one that works for you. And how was it? Yeah. And how was it for you? Like what? worked for you and then i know you are also using other methods and like how was this whole journey of so, healing so what happened when i was diagnosed in 2014 i started doing a tai chi breath walk you know every day i was taught by my tai chi teacher and i i i had been diagnosed in december 2014 i was scheduled for surgery april 2015 so every day i would do this walk and i remember in january i was thinking wow i i feel like I'm getting better, you know? And, you know, when you're not used to dealing with doctors, I remember going, some, they tested me bef before I had surgery and the doctor said, oh, well, you know, it's better, but it's not good enough. But I didn't know the questions sort of to ask. And so I uh, eventually went for surgery and I got the, um, the report back. I had one done in February, and then when I had surgery in April, it said, well, there seems to be a discrepancy on the MRI. The The invasion was much less than we thought it was. So I don't know how you, uh, you know, it was an 80% reduction from the original MRI. Wow. Yeah. 80% is a huge number. Yeah. Just by consciously breathing and conscious movements. It's, it's right. amazing. So what happened was I was already an energy medicine practitioner, and that really helped me through the surgery too. Yeah. I had people working on me. I did EFT before surgery because I had a fear of going under. And so I was so guided by angels, you know, the whole way. Yeah. And so after surgery, um, I don't know how far, no, it was like two years. I saw your picture on the New Life Expo and I just realized how much breath, important breath was to me. So I came to the New Life Expo and there you were and uh, it was amazing and you were talking about the breath and the continuous breath and then you were offering a workshop and I came and I have to say that... I mean, I remember the first day because I had to leave early for my sleep study. You know, I had to come. And I remember doing that session with you guys. I mean, you came, you were from Turkey. I don't even know if I could understand everyone, but it didn't matter, you yeah. know. And I left there and I was so calm. I had yeah. this peace that I don't even know how to describe. I was running late. I don't know if you guys are, and know New Yorkers, we're always running late. Yeah. We're always yeah. in that anxiety. I only have two minutes to get there, you know? And I was at so much peace. I, it was just like, it was such Boom. a beautiful feeling. Yeah. And then I realized that this is, what I, this is what I need to incorporate with my work. You know, I need yeah. to, um, you know, not only, you know, I can hold certain points in energy medicine, but if I do it with the breath or just yeah. like we have in your, you know, different techniques yeah. to hold, they're just yeah. amazing. You know, how I, you know how I see it, like where breath is standing? It's kind of like I think it's standing in the middle and on top of every holistic approach. Yes. Because it's like you can do energy work, theta healing and EFT and this and that, or yoga, meditation. You can do all of that. Yes. Like, and breath and breath work will, your, will be your ally. It's like when, especially, first of all, if you do, if you're doing some energy work or yoga or whatever, meditation, 
you still need breathing to ground all that energy. So what happens is if you're not consciously breathing, if you're not taking time for breath work and breathing, what you've been working on stays like, you know, on top of your head somewhere. It just doesn't get grounded. And I think it is even risky for people to do energy work and meditation and this and that if they're not breathing you know, in their bodies at all, because it's like, and you've been, I don't know if you did research around this, but like there are uh, hundreds of people and there have been researches around that, like meditation teachers, gurus, Mm -hmm. like dying early because they are in this realm of meditation, but because they don't ground that energy, they just, they can't anchor themselves in this body and they can't, and if you can't anchor yourself in yes. this body, if you're someone listening to us right now, you, you know, an energy worker or meditation teacher or, you know, whatever holistic approach you're in or, you know, as a teacher expert mm-hmm. or, you know, as someone who's using, it's like with every approach, with every holistic healing, we need the breath to anchor us into this body and get everything into this body. It's like breath work is kind of like the magnet of you know, bringing your practice into here and grounding. It's like we all know the importance of grounding. When you don't ground that energy, we have all kinds of problems. And maybe what you experienced as cancer and the health problem, maybe it was because of that, because you were in that high energy frequency. Oh, Oh, definitely. But like couldn't ground that into this body. And then your body was saying, you know, hey, I'm here. You know, I need that grounding. I need that energy in my system. Right. And when you don't sleep, you do become like a different person. Yeah. 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 And the other thing, as you were speaking, what I was thinking of is that with the breathing also helps you get in touch with what's going on in the subconscious. Yeah. And so I love adding the affirmations with the breath because I used to do the affirmations and they were in the head and they didn't you know I was thinking today you know like a lot of people say well you are what you think and which is true but if you're stuck in a cycle sometimes you know you have to do something to get yourself out of that cycle yeah and also how much you change your mind it's like people I've been working on the mind level for a long time and Mm -hmm. I've been using different methods and modalities Mm -hmm. I've been working with amazing teachers and it's kind of like you can work on your mind. And I've seen people like you can work on your mind and then there can be a transformation in the mind. You, you can have a clear vision. You might be very clear on a mission and all that. But you might still not be able to ground that and experience that in your life. It's like people do transform their lives. It's like mm-hmm. when I listen to an individual, they, it's like when they speak, like from the vision point of view and they're clear and they clearly work with their mind. It's like they're very clear. They have clarity in Mm -hmm. the mind. But when I look into their lives, their lives don't don't, uh, reflect that clarity. Mm -hmm. And because they couldn't ground that energy, it's like it's so important. And breath is the only thing that can do that. It's like, okay, you get it in your mind, but how about your life? It's like you get that you are part of this universe. You are part of this one unconditional mind and this consciousness. Then why are you not experiencing it in your life? It's like, why are you not experiencing it in your relationship? Why are you not experiencing it with the, you know, your relationship with money and business? It's like I usually tell people, 
that's why you you will remember i tell people like awakening is not what you think and in my mm -hmm. book as well because it's like many people understood that like we got that we are part of the whole universal system we got that we are not this body and we are beyond that but it's like if you really got that and grounded that energy mm -hmm. then you shouldn't have any money problems or business problems or relationship problems or health problems you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. if we really got that and grounded that our lives change so it's like i see breathing as kind of that's why i call it an ally mm -hmm. for everything people are doing like for the coaching industry and the self-development industry and the you know mind transformation industry like I see people who've been doing you know the work by Byron Katie you know Demartini method and that method and this method working on their judgments working on their perceptions but because they're still stuck in their breathing and because they couldn't ground that energy I see they got it in the mind transform their minds mm -hmm. but this thing didn't transform they still have you know, weight issues and health issues and relationship issues and business issues, whatever. I think... And as an energy healer, yeah. sometimes someone will say, I'm, I'm doing really well, or, you know, they'll do these affirmations and I, I, I can feel. I'm, I, it's, I don't... Yeah. I can see yeah, it in I their think body. it shows in your life. Yeah. I and, mean, and life reflects where we are. Like, life will always reflect... Our lives will always re reflect the level of our consciousness. So until you look at your life and you see that your life is working, although you get it in your, you got it in your mind, you clearly didn't ground it. So there's still a breathing issue. And if you practice breath work every day for a couple of minutes, even you could just go beyond that. I mean. I will tell you that I've been doing this every morning for 15 minutes, and it changes the day. It just changes your outlook. It it's amazing. I mean, yeah. for me, I you know I can't say what works for other people, and I think also it's grounding, and it's also going from the head, oops, to the heart, also, yeah. you know, yeah. so which is really important for people to open that space too. Yeah, to receive life and to receive love and to ground it. Yeah. And now I see you have a very clear and beautiful energy and you're probably sleeping well. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I do sleep so much better. You know, yeah. I really sleep a lot better. It's, it's yeah. amazing, you know. And it's, it's more than the sleep. You know, it's just, you know, during the pandemic and all the, the fear and everything, you know, um, just to be able to practice and be at peace. And yeah work on different techniques, you know, during yeah. this time, you know, what's going to work for different people. Yeah. What's your plan for the near future? Well, you know, <laughs> eventually I'd like to s probably right now I'd have to set up on Zoom. What I originally wanted to do was I wanted to go, you know, into the complementary medicine in the different cancer care units in the city yeah. and maybe teach different kinds of breathing like I did at Gilders Club and you yeah, know yeah. and you know what I usually do in a group is I out you know because everyone is an individual so I could do a continuous breath and someone can get anxious you know may, and you need yeah. to tailor it and that's the main thing you know one size does not fit all for everyone yeah. even in a continuous breath where you continuous yeah. breathing you know it's an active inhale and a passive exhale but maybe you know, someone's holding on to a lot of stuff and they need to do, you know, an active exhale yeah. and a passive inhale in order, yeah. you know, you have to let go in, in order yeah. to take in. And yeah. so 
I would really like to help because, you know, when the last time I was at my oncologist and I told him I wanted to do this, he goes, oh, please do this, please do this, <laughs> because they don't know what to do with all the anxiety from the patients, you know? Yeah, you know, and, it's very and breath hard. breath work and breathing can just heal it. It's yeah. like it can fully yeah. transform it, like yeah. anxiety, panic attack. and Yes, yeah. yes. At, make your outlook different, right? Yeah, yeah possibilities of healing <laughs> staying with that yeah. you know and that that can be hard when you're you're in with certain kinds of doctors it yeah. definitely can be yeah it's not this is not to say like like i usually say like prescriptive medicine is bad or doctors are bad or so whatever it's like there is a tool even knowing that like there is a tool which is the scientific way of being well you know and you can use that tool and it is not like a psychological tool like meditation it is a physiological tool because breath work literally changes your chemistry and physiology like sometimes i think people when they think about breathing they just think about some kind of like a relaxation or it's kind of like breath has a huge healing power because it does the same thing prescriptive medicine does it, it changes does. our chemistry it changes our physiology it doesn't change our psychology directly and i am a strong believer that psychology is a byproduct of our physiology mm -hmm. i believe and i because i've been seeing that for many years now um, like if you don't have a healthy physiology no matter what you do on the psychological level you'll go back to depression and anxiety and panic it's like it starts with physiology we are physiological beings first and then psychological beings so let's start by I mean, that's why people are having a hard time, you know, practicing meditation. That's why people are having a hard time calming down. That's why people have sleeping disorders. Let's first start by changing our chemistry and physiology and then go into meditation. It's like meditation yes. is great. You know, I've been doing meditation for over 20 years, but I wouldn't be able to practice meditation for over 20 years if I haven't worked on my dysfunctional breathing habits. It's like it's so hard to keep on you know trying to meditate and calm down the mind it's like we need to understand that we have issues from the past and those are like on the chemical level on the physiological level on the genetic level we first need to transform those energies in order to be able to meditate or heal ourselves or whatever yeah. yes definitely i mean yeah. especially during covid you know when it first came and you're in a dense city with a lot of people we were the epicenter and i keep yeah. saying if i didn't breathe every day you know i don't know where i would be because and the thing is i do meditate but after i breathe because it yeah. makes it so much easier yeah it it, does. you're just so calm and then you can really take advantage yeah, of go that deep into meditation so mm -hmm. breath work is the new meditation guys <laughs> <laughs> thank you brenda it was lovely speaking yes. to you thank i you missed so you a lot so I i'm like too. very glad we did this yes thank you so much yes yeah, thank you and thank you all our listeners and people who are watching us right now uh, and uh, we will see you in the next episode. So if you're, by the way, if you're asking to yourself, you know, how do I do this? How do I practice breath work? Just go ahead and download Breath Hub and start practicing breath work every day, like every other day, every flipping day. <laughs> every day, you know. Every day, just 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It's going to change your meditation practice, your whole life. Anxiety will go away, panic attack, sleeping disorders, well-known, more than 200 symptoms. 
scientifically I, I didn't proven. I think my sleep was out for at least five six years at least yeah and then once I went through your workshop that was yeah. it yeah breathing that's it yeah. yeah so anybody who has sleeping disorders download breath hub now and start <laughs> breathing right away and if you're living in New York find Brenda find one of our <laughs> breath coaches and also have some breathing sessions yourself but do practice it every day because change comes by practicing it every day so that's kind of like the main rule and as you do it like the first day the second day you will love it so much you'll go ahead and do it every day thanks for watching see you in the next episode thank you <laughs>